And then I would say you try to reach a point of agreement. And if you can't reach a point of agreement, then love rules the day. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. And our special guest today is Stuart Sanders, pastor of Tomball Bible Church here in North Houston. As always, we invite you to leave a comment for us, and then we get to know your thoughts as we address these important issues. Pastor, let's paint the scenario where you have a husband and wife and they've had a couple kids together. You know, let's just say three kids together. That's, that's a full quiver in a, in a lot of ways. Um, but one spouse would like to continue to have more kids, whereas the other one would like to, to, to stop. They feel like maybe three is enough or maybe it's, it's making their home hectic, those sorts of things. And so let's say the, the father being the head of the home, he's a good Christian man, would like to have more kids, maybe four or five kids, but the mother is feeling like, well, I, I think this is, this is enough. What sort of counsel would you give a couple yeah. like that? that? That's a hard situation, but what would you actually? It is a hard situation. Um, and, and I will say as I begin to answer that I know some are gonna watch this and completely disagree with what I sure. say. Yeah. Uh, there are some who believe you ought to just keep on having children right. regardless. and Be fruitful and, and multiply. Be, exactly, so I know some will disagree. I think it's a matter for practical wisdom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think what we wanna make sure of is that our attitudes toward children match scripture. Mm-hmm. And that as we see children as a blessing from God. Mm-hmm. So if we don't see children as a blessing from God, then we know our attitudes are in the wrong place. Second, then we wanna be sure that we're not being motivated by materialism. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a difference between recognizing, I want to be a good steward uh, in the way that I care for my children financially. We've gotta be able to take care of them, feed them, clothe them, educate them. There's a difference between that and saying, but if I have more children, I can't have a bigger house. I can't have a a better Mm. car. Mm -hmm. One is motivated by a desire to please oneself. Mm -hmm. The other is motivated by the desire to be a good parent and take care of the children the Lord gives you. So those are a couple of attitudes that that I would check out before I, I start working through this with my wife, if I'm in that position as a husband. Then what we want to do is mutually respect each other in marriage. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk this through together. We want to hear each other. We want to find out what's motivating each other. Um, and, and, and pray about it together and go to the scriptures and think, mm-hmm. think through whether we're thinking about children and taking care of them and all that the right way. And then I would say you try to reach a, a point of agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you can't reach a point of agreement, then love rules the day. Mm. So if, if I as a husband, if my wife felt like we should stop at three and mm-hmm. I wanted to have five, um, I'm going to love her mm-hmm. and ask the Lord to make me content with three children. You are. And, and vice versa, let, let the wife respect her husband and love her husband. And so if he, after the, if the attitudes are in the right place, mm-hmm. and we've talked about these mm-hmm. things, if he believes in wisdom, this is where we need to, to stop. Mm-hmm. then she needs to respect that as well. Now, whatever birth control measures we take, mm. we need to make sure that those honor God as well. Sure. And so I, um, 
I don't believe the scriptures would forbid birth control. I do believe the scriptures would would forbid any kind of birth control that amounts to abortion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've just got to make sure that that's not what we're doing. If I could follow up a little bit, you just you just said something and kind of touched on Ephesians five and this uh, relationship of of love and submission. So if the scenario is is that a, a a father would like to have more children and the and the wife would maybe not, is the submission aspect her relenting to his decision to have more children or not? No, I wouldn't say necessarily, no, because in in general terms, she ought to keep a submissive heart toward her husband. Mm -hmm. Yes. If I were the pastor of that couple, I would address this in a different way. I wouldn't talk to her so much first as I would talk to her husband. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage this man to love his wife and to yield Mm -hmm. on that issue. If I'm talking to the wife and he's just insistent on this and he's not loving her properly, in my view, he wouldn't be loving her properly to keep insisting on this. But if he's doing that, then I would encourage her to appeal to him, to appeal to him in a godly way, Mm. to to say to him, I don't think this is what we need to do and here's Mm. why. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of the day, we continue working through that together. Pastor, mm-hmm. husband, wife. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. of course, that we have saved people mm-hmm. that we're talking to. Yeah, good. So I, I just don't want to quickly say submission means you go ahead and have another child. Because yeah. I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. Stuart, have you dealt with situations like this? Or maybe where there's yeah. some tension there in this decision? Yeah. Well, piggybacking off of Richard before getting something else, that I think there's a there, there can be a false perspective of the New Testament principle of submission within a marriage, meaning that the husband never does what the wife wants, just right. say very crassly, her, yeah, sure, yeah, listens to her, mm-hmm. or that uh, like never defers his own preference, mm-hmm. that it means like if there's ever a conflict, it's always the husband's way. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a false pretense, and you, you walk through that really well. Uh, but in counseling people, what I always try to, when this question comes up of how many kids do we have and all of that, I always want to kind of back in that question with what do you think parenting is? Instead of just, we just need to have a ton of kids mm-hmm. or the materialism of, well, we have to have kids, we're Christians. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to have as little as possible that will affect our bank account. Mm-hmm. But what do you think parenting is? Like, what do you think that you're stepping into? Even the fact that you may not even be able to have kids, mm-hmm. but what do you think you're doing? And and, and I always couch it like this, like you're, you're stepping into to full-time ministry. You did that when you got married as well. You did that when you were converted. But these are eternal souls that are attributed to your care, that are given to Mm -hmm. you. And how many do you think you can faithfully, adequately, fully disciple in the Lord? And you need to wrestle with that Mm -hmm. question because you may have the capacity for 10. Mm -hmm. You may be like tapped out at one. I mean, where are you spiritually maturity-wise to where you can faithfully parent mm. kids. How many can I, I can always keep having more kids, sure. but is, am I, my, my capacity so far? And once the, the child is there, then then that's, that Lord has made that decision. And so we don't get to re, reevaluate that, but more on the front end of people before they get there, what do you think that parenting even is? Okay. Is that the is that your angle or what? Or am I trying to play bare minimum? What do I have to have to be a Christian? Sure. Or there's just no cap on this at all. I don't have to exercise any kind of wisdom whatsoever. Yeah, to kind of, kind of walk through this, you know, step by step, <clears throat> does the Bible mandate how many children we're to have? No. no. There's no command in Scripture that indicates that sort of thing. Um, does the Bible 
present us with a picture of large families. Do we see people in the Bible having large families? Yes. So should we, associate, should we attach some sort of stigma to people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who have large families? Of course not. Yeah. It's, it's a blessing to have children. This yeah. gets back to our mm-hmm. attitude around about children. So yeah. that's, that's a blessing. However, what is parenting? That's another yeah. principle. So we just need to know, however many children we end up, the Lord gives us, yeah. we are responsible now to parent those children mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that, that matches Scripture, that yeah. obeys the Word of God. So yeah. parenting is assuming a responsibility imparted by Scripture. It reflects an attitude toward children taught by Scripture. But that attitude includes the fact I'm not under a mandate mm-hmm. to have five, six, seven, eight. The Bible doesn't say anything like that. So I think like every other area of the Christian life, this becomes a matter of desire and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not commanded by God to have more children, so do we desire yeah. together to have more children? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why I think it's a matter of real discussion between mm-hmm. the husband Absolutely. and wife, and you're arriving in a yeah. place of agreement. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. Now you can find all of our social media channels at our website, straighttruth.net. And so don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. You can also find us in the podcast feed of your choice if you would like the audio-only version of this podcast. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org. Thank you.